This is the John Oakley Show podcast. Right now, John Turley, you are at Ernie Eves in studio topics worthy of discussion for Pizzaville. Dial pound 3636. You know, just before the break, we were talking about, well, John, you were citing health is a big concern in the province and you think that's the priority. So education may be where the government has to dig in its heels. You know, out in Alberta, they just introduced uh, new legislation where they're going to reduce wait times by allowing private clinics to perform surgeries, but it would still be under the provincial health plan. I mean, does it make sense in Ontario to follow a similar model, Ernie? Well, Quebec does something similar. Quebec has a lot more private health care than, for example, the province of Ontario does. Uh, I I guess, you know, this thing about universal health care and access, the reality is that, yes, we do have that here, but 35% of the health care is already privately administered in the province of Ontario and in other provinces, for that matter. In fact, some provinces like Quebec, it might be more than 35%. But people don't understand that they just think because they go and get blood taken somewhere or they get tests done that's part of the healthcare system well it is but it's a privately owned clinic that's doing this stuff and they're reimbursed by the, the healthcare system all right so if you wanted a hip replacement at the cleveland clinic but cleveland gets the money through ohip where's the problem well i i have often said that uh there used to be lots of times when the operating rooms were not they're not used 24 hours a day um, machinery like MRI machines are not necessarily used 24 hours a day. It's getting better now. But why would you prevent somebody who's willing to enable to pay to get something done at an off hour when it never otherwise would be done? They'd just be clogging up the list. It, it Doesn't it free up the line for more other people waiting in line in, in, in the system? I don't think it has to be one or the other. I think the fact that you have access to uh, private care for people that can afford it doesn't necessarily detract, pardon me, doesn't necessarily detract from, the fact that I would argue, actually speeds up the list for other people. Well, the argument, though, is for profit. Uh, the Alberta model, if I understand correctly, you're going in for surgeries like in an eye clinic, for example, uh, a private clinic, but the Alberta medical system still covers it. It's like OHIP. Right. So yeah. it's not yeah. a for-profit operation. But, well, no, it is a for-profit operation. It's a private business providing public <laughs> services. And this is nothing new. Uh, you know, there's instances where BC did this in the past as well, where, you know, for instance, uh, you know, when public service workers were uh, injured for, you know, car accidents or falls or whatever uh, and were covered by provincial insurance, uh, they would send them to the private clinics. Uh, in order to have treatment. Uh, you know, th- the fact is, who really cares who's providing the service as long as it's quality service? The only people who care are usually unions who see themselves losing jobs because they can't keep the entire system within uh, the public sector where they would have their union uh, members in place. Well, no, the argument as well is that uh, then you would see uh, the quality service go to folks with the ability to pay, and no, that would beggar... No, that's not pl- what I'm talking about, because there's two different things. There's one where it's a private clinic being paid public dollars, right. the same public dollars you would send to a, a public hospital right. to provide a public service that the public hospital cannot provide because it's congested. Correct. That's one thing. Right. That's what I'm talking about. There's a completely different system which exists right now uh, where you can buy private medicine. Uh, and we, and you can do it. You've got these, you know, clinics just, you know, downtown Toronto where people go and have private health care every single day. 
And that's a different thing altogether where people individually pay for it. Well, yeah, that's like MedCan, for example. Right. Exactly. Right. Right. So, but that's a different thing altogether. So what we're really talking about is a provision of public health care using private providers in order to reduce wait times and increase health outcomes, improve health outcomes. All right. Uh, well, let me get uh, back into riffing on this public-private scenario because uh, I, I noticed today where the 407 is being extended to Highway 115.35 in the east. And uh, But this is now, Ernie, you've got to clarify a few points for me here. You're being intimately involved with the 407. Is this going to be operated, this particular extension from, I, I guess it's uh, somewhere in Pickering, uh, out to Kawartha Lakes? Is that going to be run by the province? As I understand it, it is. And I th- I also think the other one, what is it, 417, that goes up to Peterborough? Yep. Is also done the same way. All right. And so these are toll roads. Yes. And welcome. Absolutely welcome. It's uh, like Pontypool is going to be rocking now because of the... <laughs> Pontypool rocks. <laughs> exactly. No, I'm... So, I mean... Omimi. Yeah, big shout out to Omimi. But if, if you take this to its logical extension, then... <laughs> right. Seeing as how these are public roads and the public has to pay a toll to use the roads that they've already paid for in their minds in lots of cases, why not start tolling the 401? Why not start tolling 400? Why not start tolling 403? I mean, why not start tolling 410? I mean, there's a principle here. So you either four toll roads or you're not for toll roads. And if you're for toll roads that the that the government gets revenue from, then you should have no objection to them tolling 401. And see, here's where I would disagree with, with Ernie, because he's got he's arguing it's a toll road. What I'm saying you're paying for, what I would argue you're paying for, is convenience and time. And that's what the 407 delivers, because it's less congested, uh, and it's easier for you, for you to get from A to B because of that. Uh, on the public infrastructure, which we pay through, uh, you know, obviously through our taxes, uh, you know, we are getting, again, access to the roads, but it takes a longer period of time uh, because of the congestion. So what, what the 407 is selling, be it owned by uh, this section by the government or by the, the conglomerate that owns the, the, the other section, is convenience and, that, and, and savings in time, and that's what you're buying. Well, that's why I found it fascinating, because what you basically got is uh, this was the 407, you know, full well, Ernie, that, uh, you know, when the Harris government unloaded that and, uh, you know, there's been much criticism of that, but you also explained it 19 different times in this program. But then this extension suddenly becomes provincial jurisdiction. So we retain the revenue from that. Right. So any and all convenient roads leading into it, feeder roads, or even if it's extended further out to Ottawa, uh, would it be advisable that we make that a private concern or should the province retain that? Because I guess the thinking is that, hey, geez, you know, we really had a cash cow here. Let's not lose it a second time. Well, this is a business decision and, and you really have to look at what your investment was in terms of the capital costs and what your return on that investment uh, will be. And, and you're not going to know that until over time. You can have models looking at the existing 407 and the traffic on it. And then you look at your destinations and then you can model what your revenue is. But you have to really factor in, are those models going to come to fruition. So I think over probably the next four or five years, the government's going to determine what is the return on, uh, on the investment, that is a capital investment they put in, and whether or not it's, it's worth keeping it. I mean, that's really what it comes down to. I'm just curious if, you know, uh, once you clear, let's say, the consortium-owned part of it, where you're paying 25 cents a kilometer, you get to the Ontario run, it's two cents a kilometer. Does it change in the pay grade? Do we know? Well, again, uh, you know, the, 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 you're selling convenience, and the question is, what price will the market bear? 
Right. And if the Ontario government, uh, you know, underprices it, well, then that's kind of dumb, isn't it? And you think about where this is going and who's going to use this, right? Uh, you know, I would say to you that there's going to be a lot of cottagers from Toronto sure. uh, who are using this. And, you know, if, if they're driving their, you know, their, their Porsche McCann S, uh, you know, into Toronto, they might be willing to pay, at, you know, 25 cents a kilometer, uh, you know, to get to their house in Toronto a bit quicker. All right. Well, I just thought maybe there'd be competition on that specific highway in and of itself, the provincial component against uh, the privately held one. You mean get off at the uh, privately held one? <laughs> That's right. <laughs> Build an off-ramp, If the province Go builds... down Brock Street to the 401. <laughs> right. And maybe you go to the consortium and say, how much will you pay us not to build an off-ramp? <laughs> just hold them over the barrel. Just a thought. Uh, an out loud musing. As also, I think another factor, and I think John's alluded to it, several times is that the maintenance of the 407 is extraordinary i mean it's an extraordinary highway it's maintained i would argue a way better than other 400 series highways are in the province and that's all again all a question of dollars and cents do you have the cash to do it properly or don't you are you going to try and cut corners because you don't have the money Thanks for listening to the John Oakley Show podcast. Be sure to rate, review, and subscribe for free at Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, and anywhere else you get your on-demand audio.